But when we landed at Miletus, Miletus, he sent a message to the elders of the church at Ephesus, asking them to come down to meet him. When they arrived, he declared, You know that from the day I set foot in the province of Asia, until now I have done the Lord's work humbly. Yes, and with tears. I have endured the trials that came to me from the plots of the Jews, yet I never shrink from telling you the truth, either publicly or in your homes. I have one, I have had one message for Jews and Gentiles alike, the necessity of turning from sin and turning to God and our of faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I'm going to Jerusalem, drawn there irresistibly by the Holy Spirit, not knowing what awaits me, except that the Holy Spirit has told me in, in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about God's wonderful kindness and love. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. Let me say plainly that I have been faithful. No one's damnation can be blamed on me, for I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants for you. And now beware. Be sure that you feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his blood, over whom the Holy Spirit has appointed you as elders. I know full well that false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even though some of you will distort the truth in order to draw a following, watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you night and day, and my many tears for you. And now I entrust you to God and the work and, and the word of his grace, his message that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I've never coveted anyone's money or fine clothing. You know that these hands of mine have worked to pay my own way, and I have even supplied the needs of those who are with me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help the poor by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt and prayed with them. And, and now we'll be reading Matthew twenty-eight sixteen to 20. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them still doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God for this opportunity. Have given me 
to stand before his saints. Uh, myself, the title of bishop, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that I lived it in Africa <laughs> because uh, I didn't mention me as a bishop because there he was with the other pastors. And here I was with the, like 20, uh, 30 members. But I thank God for what he did in my life and uh, Beata. We saw the hand of God working with us. Now we are going to, to continue with the word as a um, speaker today. Uh, someone, I uh, heard the song we are singing in Africa saying that even if you don't know how to speak, but say just the word, Jesus is the Lord. Uh, today I don't have an uh, interpreter. I will use a few words I knew uh, in English. And I believe that you will hear what I want to say. We, as we, we heard in the scripture, want to say about the Great Commission, and about Paul to Jerusalem. Yeah. It was uh, during the time, uh, it was the time the church was in, in persecution, can say, but also it was the time the gospel spread in the whole world. After his suffering, Jesus showed himself to his disciples and gave them many proofs that he was alive. Luke said that he took more than 40 years appeared to them. Jesus ate with them, spoke to them about the kingdom of God. He rebuked them for their unbelief and the hardness of their hearts. Because that time, they didn't believe he is alive. They thought he is a ghost. But Jesus proved uh, to them that he is him. Jesus, he, the, the word of God said that he opened their mind so that they understand the scriptures. 
as I had said, he breathed on them and he told them to receive the Holy Spirit. Those two things made them to know that and to be sure that Jesus is alive. Before Jesus was taken up to heaven, he commanded his disciples to go and preach the gospel to the world. And he gave them about three promises, I want to say. First, he said, surely, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Another word, he said that because, again, he said, you can do nothing without me. In Luke 24, 48 to 49, he said again, you are the witnesses of these things. Behold, I'm going to send to you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you are closed with the power from on high. And uh, after that, he sent them. They waited the promises. And after the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that the disciples went out and they preached everywhere. And the Lord worked with them and uh, confirmed the word by the signs that accompanied it. So, though the things encouraged the disciples to go, they didn't stay again, they went out and preached the gospel of Jesus. Now they were preaching Jesus, they know that he is alive. And they have confidence to preach because he told them, I'm with you always, always. Uh, this is for the church even today, for us, to know that Jesus is with us as the church. As we continue to preach the gospel in this world, because uh, this great commission is for the church now, we have to know that Jesus is with us. And we need the power of the Holy Spirit to help us. We need to see the hand of God working with us, even during this time. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This encouragement he promises Jesus, he pushed, uh, of Jesus pushed disciples to preach the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit and the good news 
spread in the, whole, in the world until now. Among those who made the gospel to be known in the world, there was a man called Paul. We know him. We know his story. Uh, he first persecuted the church and became a believer after Jesus appeared to him in the way to Damascus. He obeyed the instruction of Christ and committed in prayer, seeking the Lord and to know his will. The word said that he spent three years alone with the Lord. First, he met with the other apostles. They encouraged him. But he took a time with the Lord himself where he was revealed the mystery of the kingdom of God. And Jesus told him that he will suffer for the name of the Lord Jesus. Paul became a great preacher of the kingdom of God and also witness of Christ to the Jews and the Gentiles. I thank God because uh, the gospel reached the, in the Gentiles. And uh, I thank God because the gospel reached the, in our village because of the missionaries who came in Africa. And uh, we heard good news of Christ in Africa. In our village, it was far from the town, the city. But the gospel reached there. I remember that. And I thank God for that. Because uh, after receiving Jesus Christ as my Savior, I told the others in my village, and the many people came to the Lord. So, it was during the third mission journey when Paul reached in Ephesus. He was coming from Corinto, our Corinth. He found some disciples and they asked them if they received the Holy Spirit after becoming believers. The response was no. And they said, we didn't even hear that there is Holy Spirit. Paul took time to teach and they prayed for them and they received the Holy Spirit. There were 12. Yeah, we are 12. As uh, I, I, I put my comment, I say, even Paul got 12 disciples to work with him in Ephesus. And it was true, those people with Paul 
started to preach the gospel there. And uh, uh, the city was shaken by the gospel of Jesus. Because if you read in Acts 19, it says that men of those who believed now came and openly confessed their evil deeds. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls their scrolls together and banned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the scrolls, the total came to fifty thousand drachma. I asked the Google. <laughs> he told me it is one hundred ninety-eight thousand nine hundred and two Canadian dollar. So, in that way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. We need, again, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to stand up and to go and to preach the gospel again. He spent there, as we heard, three years preaching, encouraging, and he put the leaders and the church with many words, breaking bread and prayer together. So the church there grew. Although Paul was preaching and the hand of God with, with him. But the opposition was great. There was opposition from the Jews and the Greek, uh, and the Greek people. But Paul didn't cease or give up preaching the gospel. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 23, he said that uh, he said, I fought with the wild beast in Ephesus, meaning that he was in hardship to it was in hardship to him and a great danger losing even his life, but he trusted in the Lord. Before he left in Ephesus to Jerusalem, he called the leaders as we had, encouraged again them. He told them what is going to do because he let them know that he is facing to Jerusalem. He said, 
now compelled by the Spirit. I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I know only that in every city, the Holy Spirit warned me that a prison and the hardship are facing me. However, I consider my life worthy nothing to me. If only I may finish the rest and the complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying the gospel of grace. You know, to testify, testimony is a weapon to defeat the devil. In Revelation 12, 11, it said, they overcome the devil by testifying the, by to their testimony of the word and the blood of the Lamb. Those two things are great, powerful weapon to defeat the devil. So Paul put ahead all he, he trusted in the Lord and he wanted always to do the will of God than his will. He stepped in the step of Christ. Remember when the Lord Jesus was in Gethsemane? He prayed and said, Father, let your will be done, not my will. The same to Paul. And uh, Paul's zeal was to see men are saved. He had confidence to tell believers to follow him. And uh, as example, as he follows the example of Jesus. First Corinthians 11.1, 1, he said, as I follow Jesus, follow me. This word is not easy word. <laughs> but he had that confidence to say that. Look at me, follow me, do what I'm, I'm doing as I step, uh, I follow my master, my Lord Jesus. The word said that in time, disciples urged him not to go to Jerusalem. After telling them that I must go to Jerusalem, disciples and the elders both together came to him and they said, Paul, our brother, don't go to Jerusalem. Already the Holy Spirit revealed that there is danger there. You will be arrested. You will be in the prison. So, brother, don't go. You are safe here. Why do you go to Jerusalem? But Paul knew that what he, the Lord told him. He had a, a vision 
And he knew that he will reach even in Rome. So, the Holy Spirit, yes, revealed that he will be arrested. He will meet with the trials. But he knew that he will pass through of those and continue to preach the gospel. He said to them, why do you cry and break my heart? I don't uh, aware of that because for me, I'm ready to die for the gospel. So, uh, that time, Paul continued to keep the word of the Lord, what the Lord told him, than to obey the people. He accepted the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It was not easy for me to hear that the Holy Spirit said, don't go there. There there is a danger. But I continue. I think even you, I don't know, can say, oh, praise God. Because I know before I go there. It was not that for Paul. Because he knew what the Lord told him. He kept the word in his heart. How many times we give up to follow Christ because of challenges we face in this world. We face in the work of God all the things in this world. How many times we do face the will, our will, than to do the will of God. How many times we obey people that, and our friends than to obey God. That is, we can ask ourselves. But we, we have, it is better, it's good to do like Paul, to imitate Christ, to follow him, to fix our eyes on him, is our daily duty as a Christians. He served the Lord with great humility and tears, declared both Jews and Greek to turn to God in the way of repentance and have faith in the Lord Jesus. In Jerusalem, when he reached there, he testified, the Lord among the priests, Pharisees, and other authorities, as the Lord told him. The Lord stood near, Pour into the barakat, where he was in, in prison. And he told me, he told him, take courage. You, you have testified me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify me in Rome. What I want to say here, 
I love Jesus because, as I said, I will be with you. Every step Paul did, Jesus was with him. Even in the prison, he stood behind him. He encouraged him. Don't think you are alone. I'm with you. And uh, he said, well done. You did well. So there is another trip. There is another work you have to do, to do in Rome. The person is in trouble, but Jesus encouraged him. He said, yes, that is good. So Paul uh, was encouraged. Remember his promise. Jesus says, I will always be with you. I will never leave you, never forsake you. I want to, to conclude this message asking you what, asking you and me all together, what are we willing to sacrifice for the sake of the message we have called to bear, bear witness to? What can you, can I sacrifice. But also I want to encourage you with these words. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31, 6. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. Revelation 3:10. So, Church of God, is our time, is our task to continue to preach the gospel and to learn for those who preach before us. Paul is a good example of a believer, of ministers of the church. May the Lord Bless all and bless his word in our hearts. Amen.